0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
2: Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Tig. Today we have a real live wire. <laughs> we have a documentary that I thought it was about something completely different than what it's about. Yeah. But thank you for listening, everybody. Yes, thank you. All our old bulls and our new bulls. And our medium. And our <laughs> um, I just want to say this. I was looking at our reviews the other day, which I love to read, and they're so funny. Our our listeners are really funny and fun. But there was one mm. that gave us four stars instead of five. Oh, why? Because they didn't like that I say, uh, ladies and jerks. Oh. Yeah. So I think today I'm going to switch it up. So jerks and gentlemen. Oh. Jerks and gentlemen. Welcome to the most hated man on the internet. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid two thousands. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines.
3: Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling.
1: Faintly, faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and <laughs> Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps.
3: Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story.
2: Tig, hi, how are you?
3: I am, I well, I'm, like I said, I'm much better. I've had COVID. I think on our last episode, maybe I was, I feel like I, oh, right, I was, not feeling well. But you were testing negative. I was testing negative, but I wasn't feeling well. I had these like false starts and I, it was hard for me to record the show because I wasn't feeling well. remember yeah. I was in Canada yeah. and I was on tour and I was just like, I'm sure Cheryl and Thomas think I'm like
2: Taking it, just
3: trying to play hooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But cause I just kept mysteriously being like, oh, I kind of feel better once the day gets going. and
2: Yeah. Yeah, you had little, I, uh, oh, if I do it at this time of day, it might be better. We're, we're like, okay, I'll yeah. do it that time of day. And then you're like, no, no, it's actually not better. Yeah. But, so you and then I just you. got leveled.
3: Yeah. And you you have it. I have it. But I'm, I'm on day – well, day five after testing with a – <laughs> a legitimate excuse me that's going to happen um a legitimate testing site place and not just a home yeah. test cuz apparently this strain didn't really show up on register mm. yeah <laughs> and um you uh, you've been down for the count I was down for the count I'm so much better now but I uh you know I've lost my taste and smell and Oh really? Mhm I feel hollow. I'm so weak. Oh,
2: Tig. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> my God. I know. I feel I do. for you. I, just, I really feel for you. That sucks. Well, I just kept thinking.
3: I mean, Stephanie essentially went into her home office and sneezed once and then was like, okay, I'm good <laughs> when she had COVID. Yeah. You know? And um, I thought I was going to have... You had a similar yeah. thing.
2: I mean, I feel like I was I was just assuming yeah that it would just be fine. I guess that's that's what's difficult about it, right? Everybody has a different reaction to it.
3: Yeah, I I think it's because it's so common. I really started to think even though I know obviously it it's horrendous and people lose their lives, but I got so used to seeing so many people recover and Again, I know people that have died from COVID, but I just assumed that I would, that it'd be at most a day. And, um, but anyway, I'm very lucky that I'm doing so much better. This is, like I said, day five after my legitimate test. And, um, yeah, so,
2: (coughs) excuse me. Well, I really hope Thomas can um, edit all of your coughing out. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he can do an edit um, compilation, montage. What am I trying to say? Uh, Well, both. A compilation of all your um, coughs. That would be adorable. Oh. I'm staying at my office, as you know. Yeah.
3: And I was telling Stephanie this morning that um, it is humorous to me that I packed a suitcase with different changes of clothing.
2: (laughs) And you've just been wearing the same crap for the last – because why bother?
3: Oh, my gosh. I don't know what – and I also brought
2: seven burritos (laughs) because I was like – I did not see burritos coming. I thought you were going to say seven pairs of underwear, and I was like, well, that's normal. Okay, no, burritos. uh, Why would you think that's a good uh, COVID cure? Well, I wasn't – down for the count yet. Oh, so I thought
3: I was gonna have a burrito the a kind day. Of COVID you and Stephanie had. And I was like, oh, this'll be easy and I'll just be quarantined eating my favorite burritos that I have this these bean and rice burritos that are just so easy to just have. Yeah. You know, when you're feeling lazy and I was like, well I'll just do that. I haven't had a single burrito. <laughs> oh.
2: I haven't known one person that when they got COVID just said, you know what, I'm just going to eat burritos till I'm better.
3: If I knew that what happened over the past five days would have happened, there'd be no burritos or different outfits for me to wear. It's so, I thought I'd be in these different cute little TIG outfits eating burritos
2: Nothing like that happened. Oh, God. I'm sorry that you're going through it. But, I mean, I'm I'm glad you're feeling a little better. Yeah. Well, I want to share with the um,
3: listeners that when I got on camera,
2: <laughs> Cheryl laughed at the way I looked. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's a little tough. <laughs> it's a little rough right now. You're you're looking better since you started talking. I mean, when you first got on, and I just I saw your image, and it was like, whoa, Mm. whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Somebody needs to go check on Tig. Yeah, Yeah. but I feel like you're coming to life a little. Yeah. Well, I haven't talked any. I haven't like (laughs) had any engagement with anybody in five days. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. All right. Well, if you get weak and faint oh i'm weak <laughs> well, trust me i'm weak if you get weaker during this just let me know and and we'll take a pause and how are you doing cheryl your time my i'm the on cat? yeah my so i i know i've been talking about it for so long it's like ridiculous now but i'm actually leaving tomorrow morning to take my daughter to school and oh, it's a t- 21 my. hour car drive you know right now i feel ready and i was thinking about it you know if you're a parent you know, your kids always watch you to see how you are reacting to mm. something. Like if they scrape their knee and it's bleeding. And if you go, yeah. oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. Are you okay? Then they they yeah. freak out. And they're like, I'm not okay. But if you say, yeah, you scraped your knee, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to do that where it's like, okay, I don't need to <sighs> like sit around crying. Like acting like the world is ending in front of Kat. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be positive and it's going to be, it's a good thing and it's, we're going to have fun on our trip. And then, and then I just try not to let my mind, you know, wander to, oh my God, what happens when I come home and I don't have to cook breakfast for her in the morning and I don't see her face in the kitchen? And then I have to, st- like, stop it down, stop it down, stop it down, and breathe. And then I Cheryl. and then I start thinking about REO Speedwagon songs to distract myself. Why REO Speedwagon? I know. I heard one the other day, and I was like, wow. And it really took me down. Take it on the run? Take it on the run, ba- you know what, oh, baby. You know what I heard? I heard, um, don't let him go. Oh, yeah. Just give him a chance to go. I don't know what the word. Go. Take it easy. Take it slow. But don't, don't let, let him go. go. So you think that you've got him all figured out. Yeah. So I do that. So I didn't know
3: you were an Ario Speedwagon oh, fan.
2: huge. Yeah. Really? In the, in the 80s. I saw them in concert. I've seen them in concert. They're not disappointing. Kevin Cronin? I don't... I lead no singer. Idea. Okay, yeah.
3: It's a lead yeah. singer. Yeah, no, Ariana Spierigun is so good. Yeah, see, and they have so many great power ballads and just like rocker songs. He
2: likes rock, and they have like that. I love piano rock. Mm. You know, well, the the ones that I've been listening to have kind of a weird synthesized organ. <laughs> well, as you mentioned, the eighties. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa! I, I then I was. See, this is why I think of USB e. wagon, because then I start thinking, I wonder in the eighties was I like, Oh my God, I love this. I love this synthesized uh, organ music. Well,
3: you know, if you're in a rock band, yeah. um you're not gonna drag grandma's organ <laughs> into the onto the, <laughs> the stage and go on church. tour.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta synthesize you gotta, it. You gotta keep it mobile. Yeah. Tig, listen, hmm. oh, we could talk about this all day, but we really have quite.
3: Heard it from a friend who,
2: heard it from a
3: friend,
2: friend,
3: friend who, who, heard it
2: from another. another you've been messing, been messing around. around. Why is you're so slow?
3: They say you got boyfriend. a boyfriend. You're, you're out, out there there for every weekend. weekend. Something. Um, say you're coming home. But you don't oh, say. And it. you're bringing me down. <laughs> but I'm telling true, you, babe. I don't think it's true. And I don't true, think it's true, true, babe.
2: We should have had Kevin Cronin oh, on. It's not too late. We can we can bring him back. Do you want me to FaceTime him <laughs> right now. Well, I have to get his number. Um, Tig. Yeah. Today we are talking this okay, by the way. Hmm. This is not what I thought it was going to be about.
3: Um, nor <laughs> did I. I, could, I. The whole time I was like, why was Cheryl so excited to see uh, this? This
2: is not at all what I thought it was going to be about. You
3: kept for oh, weeks I saying, I can't wait to see this.
2: Okay. I was like, okay. Today we are talking about The Most Hated Man on the Internet. It's a 2022 docuseries directed by Rob Miller. It follows the story of one mother's quest to vanquish... Internet troll Hunter Moore and his revenge porn website, Is Anyone Up? The Most Hated Man on the Internet is currently available to watch on Netflix. Okay. For whatever reason, I don't know how it happened, I thought this Mm -hmm. was a follow-up about what's his name from Tinder Swindler. Because when I heard The Most Hated Man on the Internet, I just assumed it was (laughs) that guy. (laughs) There's, once
3: again, no way to know. (laughs) There's no chance you would research or Google or even
2: simply no, ask I've, Thomas. No, I felt so sure. I didn't even need to ask Fairly. anybody. Because I was like, oh, the Tinder Swindler guy. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked when I started watching it. I was like, what is happening?
3: I was shocked when I started watching this
2: for… So many reasons.
3: I didn't even think it was a Tinder Swindler. I was, I, first of all… I was just thinking. I can't believe how many terrible people are just doing weird things. Oh, and, and I was also at home, just like, what is wrong with Cheryl <laughs> that she is so she can't withstand. drawn to this? Yeah, <laughs> because I almost had to turn it off. I was oh, so disgusted. No, I
2: thought I, there was a moment when I was like, I was watching it, going, Oh, Tig is not going to want to do this one.
3: And by the way, we've done difficult many, yeah,
2: difficult yeah. topics.
3: This was just a whole different kind of like, Sadness. just a heaping trash, yeah, of a human.
2: Yes. So in 2012, mm-hmm. is anyone up? Was a revenge porn website, and along with every nude photograph, the site would also link the victim's social media pages. Private phone numbers and more. I mean, it was beyond this. So, this guy, oh, what's his name? He's so gross. Hunter Moore. I don't even think he deserves to be I called know. a name. He was the mid 20s creator of, of Is Anything Up? Is Anything Up? Is Anyone Up? And he called himself the king of revenge porn. He had no empathy and thousands of followers. Yeah, so it's like any cult that we've followed or <laughs> <that> we followed <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> what if you and i are both belong to a cult that we can't
3: wait what to if tell people what about? if we're so just easily wandering off following any cult whose documentary we watch
2: <laughs> we're like that eh, seems reasonable and people keep having to come rescue us like get in the car get in the car <laughs> get it's always Thomas. <laughs> it's always Thomas. You guys, you have a... <laughs> get in the car. Get in the car. Oh, my God. Um, We but- have to take a break. Oh, come on. No, seriously. We this have time- to. No, seriously, this time. We we haven't even talked about this. Well, I know, but we- take Cheryl, we have to take a break. Oh, my God. Okay. We'll be right back
3: on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Okay. And we're back on Tig and Cheryl, true story. Okay. The most hated man on the internet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you at first think it was Thomas (laughs) Willette?
2: Well, after I realized it wasn't the Tinder swindler.
3: (laughs) It must be Thomas. (laughs)
2: It had to be Thomas. But by the way, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, shitballs. I wish it was the Tinder swindler because that guy's hideous and gross, but he's not as, he's not as gross. N- I don't know. Did you
3: say he's not as gross? <laughs> he's not as
2: gross. Um, <laughs> so, I still got it. <laughs> even when you've got COVID, you still got it. So this guy, Hunter Moore, he would put pictures up online. Oh my
3: gosh! I just realized what happened. That his name is Hunt Her
2: <laughs> Moore. You. Oh, that's true. Hunt her more gross. Oh, my gosh. Do you think he made up that uh, that name up? I don't know. He's not smart enough, to, this guy. No, but. Egh. Who was our other guy? T- Tab Hunter? Tab Hunter. That's was gen- gentle. He's Listen. Just, yeah. The tab's just a gorgeous man that. Yeah. Was, was trying to get by. <laughs>
3: yeah. And, and got by. <laughs> and got by.
2: And he got by. Okay. So this guy, Hunter, uh, so he would – um he, he started this – I don't even understand how it all started, but he started this site posting nude photos of popular scene band members. Hmm. Like band members that would just take pictures of –
3: Their private parts. Yeah. That's nice
2: to say. Their private parts. And then it grew into – he started posting pictures, nude pictures of women – yeah, and they weren't
3: necess- in, They weren't in a band. They weren't
2: in a band. Not that it's okay to post naked band yeah. pictures. And that's not okay either, without their permission. But they started these pictures started coming up, and and like we said, this guy Hunter would also publish their Facebook page. If they were a mother, if they were whatever job they had. Kids' photos around Ugh. There. And so one day this what wo- this woman, Kayla, was a hostess at a restaurant, and her friend called her and said, Oh, there's a nude picture of you on this website. Is anyone up? And she said, That's can't be that can't be true. She's like, It is true. And Kayla looked at it and it was a picture of her. But it was a picture that she had taken of herself, topless, never sent it to anyone, only mm. sent it to her computer because her phone was losing um, memory. So she thought, yeah. oh, I'm just going to keep this picture for, you know, for fun. And so that is a picture that was posted on this website.
3: And so just so I understand, mm-hmm. her friend saw the picture. Yeah, I know. How because well, that's what I'm wondering. Is it because it's connected to her social media, or oh, <gasps> because when I was watching it, I was thinking, how does her? It... First of all, I've never heard of this website, and yeah. how does everyone's friends and family reaching out saying there's a naked picture of you but on this you're website? Right,
2: I bet you're right. So Kayla called her mom, Charlotte Laws, and and told her what happened, and Charlotte was like. No, hmm.
0: uh,
2: this is not acceptable.
0: Hmm.
2: And um she saw that it was Hunter Moore's name, and hmm. um she reached out to Hunter. Hmm. First Kayla shut down all of her social media because as soon as one of these pictures goes up, all of these friggin' weirdos start texting and sending you know, of course, sexual messages, but even like threatening messages and yeah, like just the rude hate. and threatening. Yeah, and yeah, the hate coming in from strangers mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's a picture of you out there that you didn't even post is like, it's just, it's so horrible. It's repugnant. So the mom figured out, oh, my daughter's email must have been hacked. Oh my gosh. If this happened to me, what?
3: My mother, first of all, didn't have an email address. (laughs) (laughs) My mother didn't know who Arnold Schwarzenegger was. Like, I remember when he was, like, the biggest movie star in the world. Didn't know who he was. I can't – not that those are the two things to – I just – there's
2: no world where – Your mom would, like, would have jumped into action. It it would take her – it would take a decade
3: to catch her up (laughs) to –
2: To be like, here's – this is a computer. This is, yeah,
3: the internet. I I don't know. (laughs) Even my stepfather, I remember the first time I brought my laptop to their house, it was when there was, like, when you had to, like, plug it into the phone dial-up.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And my stepfather walked into the kitchen and he said, Oh, that's why I can't use the phone because you have your machine plugged in. <laughs> so I just so your family was not like no. technically And that's that's where I come from. Yeah. If that gives you an idea. No,
2: listen, Cracklin' Rosie would not have been much help either, honestly.
3: Yeah, if I went to my mother saying, help.
2: Anyway, you get it. Well, yeah. I can't see the word podcast around my mom because it really spins her. She's like, I have no idea what that is. I would like to know, but nobody will tell me.
3: Well, and I've told you my stepfather (laughs) claims to have seen. Oh, (laughs) seen the podcast? (laughs) He's seen all of my podcasts. (laughs)
2: It's like, well, uh, we have one viewer. So uh, Charlotte, Law, mm-hmm. the mom, she makes it her mission to get this taken down. And I think what, ha- what happened first was she sent an email. One of them sent an email to Hunter saying, mm-hmm. please take this down. This is a mistake. Which, by the way, it's so repulsive because he loved – getting emails and texts like that because then he would also put those on his website. Yeah. And then invite people to respond and and belittle that person and there is no bottom no. of that barrel. No. It just keeps going lower and lower. It's it's so gross. So he refused to take it down and um Charlotte called Hunter's attorney at the time, Reza Sina, and Reza told Charlotte that Hunter hadn't done anything illegal since he was merely providing the platform. That was a problem. Is that you know, technology? It's hard to um, police technology because it, it it happens so fast, and the internet is so vast that mm. it's hard to get somebody on a criminal charge. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, Hunter was saying, I di- I'm not doing anything wrong. People are submitting these pictures and I'm posting them on the platform. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't have anything to do with it. People are submitting them to me. He was mm-hmm. making, he said, $13,000 a month from a website and wanted to be the white P. Diddy, which is also weird. Why is he comparing himself to P. Diddy? P. Diddy never did anything like this, did he? Did he? You mean. <laughs> P. Diddy?
3: No. You you didn't even mean to do that.
2: I didn't. And as soon as you said Diddy, I was like, ah, fuck it, balls. Diddy. You're going to take it and run. He didn't, Diddy. So stupid. What was P. Diddy? He's a musician. Yeah. And so what? How does Hunter, uh, why is that guy saying he wants to be the white P. Diddy, Tig? I
3: don't know. I don't mean to spill beans, but he didn't end up becoming the white you P. Diddy. You are TIG, TIG. What? I think it's important tig. people know. Oh, what? You think people were thinking he was becoming the
2: white P. Diddy? <laughs> you think that's the big reveal in the end? Uh, this guy, you know what this guy, Hunter Moore, said? Hmm. I can't make money off of titties and fucking people over gross. You know the whole time I was watching this.
3: Yeah. I wanted to see his family. I know, I was wondering that too. I was
2: like where is where's your mother? Where like, are your abu- siblings? Was he an where- abused child or something? Yeah. Not that that excuses it by any means because a lot of people suffer abuse in their life and they're perfectly fantastic human beings. So yeah, I was I was curious about that too.
3: So it's, I just was curious. Did they find this horrendous?
2: You know what I mean. I know. I, I just. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is the hard part, right? So, very early into this documentary, this woman, Destiny. This is we. I know you wanted to turn it off. We we had to take a break. <gasps> okay. Oh no. That was divine intervention. That was. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about the most hated man on the internet. And this is, when you listen to to this, you'll be like, what world are we living in and what's happening? So there's a woman, it was very uh, brave of her to be on this documentary. So that's, that, it was nice to hear from her. Her name is Destiny. Uh... Okay, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Go on. <laughs> okay. Let me start out by saying I don't think any of this is funny, but it's so um uh, uncomfortable that I'm sure mm-hmm. that I'm sure I will be laughing at my own uncomfortableness. And yeah. destiny was known as butthole girl on is anyone up? Uh she was making money webcamming. Remember when the web first came out and then people would set up a webcam in their room and then somebody would say, Hey, show me your titties and they'd be like, Okay, for ten dollars I will. So I feel like I even missed that. <laughs> so that was hap- that was a thing. What year would you say people were doing that? Well, it must have been around twenty twelve. Right, because that's when this was happening. So well, that's not when the internet
3: started, by the
2: way. No, but the internet. I remember the first time I. <laughs> oh boy! I got it. Gather around the fire. I got... <laughs> email on AOL. I remember, I was like, "You've got mail." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs>
3: <laughs> what if every time you got an email, you still responded that way? <laughs> oh. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Stephanie. I got email. I got another one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, Pottery Barn just sent me something. Come here. Oh my, oh my god. Oh uh, my gosh. Oh, it was spam. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it says spam. Oh god. It was very exciting. Uh okay, so back to I hope no one's listening to me. To this show? Well, I'm in my house and I don't know who's on the other side of this wall. doesn't matter. Anyway, there was a uh, young woman named Destiny. But wait, why? Oh, because you're talking about... Yes. But a little girl. Yeah. uh, um, And um, And
3: you're a mother figure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And now, is anyone up? Is that what it's called? Uh, It's getting more and more popular and people are finding out about it and destiny Mm. found out about it and she thought maybe it would be good for business yeah if i submitted a picture of myself yeah because i know this guy is going to direct people to my website and so Mm. she had this you know idea yeah Mm -hmm. so she took a picture with a bottle of mousse up her butt like hair mousse i guess it was hair mousse And Hunter Moore posted it with pictures of her kids and a link to her Facebook. And she was like, oh, my God, that my kids cannot be involved in this. So then she was trying to figure out how to make it better. Yeah. And So she started doing it more. So she started doing it more and she thought, you know, she, there was at some point where she put a cell phone up her butt and then they called it. Listen, I'm not, I'm just telling you, I'm not saying this is. It's not anything you should do. No, but she got so desperate. Well, it sounds like she, she came in desperate. She came in desperate and got even desperate said that That's not a word. More Is desperate? Word? Yeah, okay, more desperate. It doesn't matter if it's a word. We can use whatever words we
3: want. We've talked about how we don't have a boss. And? And probably after as many episodes as we've done, we'll never get a boss.
2: And anyway, so she's so, she, so, uh I'm just saying to our listeners, hmm.
3: if you are walking into this kind of situation, it's a
2: trap. It's a trap. Meanwhile, the mom Charlotte went to mm. the LAPD. They were useless, not helpful. She went to the FBI, mm. which I loved. Federal Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> Thank you, Tig.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh they were slow to respond. hmm And then she this was also kind of weird and interesting. Oh. Her husband, Charlotte, um Oh yeah, that guy. It, is an attorney. Yeah. Kayla's stepfather. So Kayla, we're circling back to Kayla, the one who had the topless pictures that mm. that were a hat. They said, mm. can the stepfather help us? And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. Once it's on the internet, there's not much you can do about it. Mm-hmm. That was pretty annoying. Yeah. I liked his voice though. Oh, the stepfather? Yeah. Oh. Oh, he was British.
3: Well, yeah, it's not that I'm just like, oh, I love a British accent. That's what it sounded like you were saying. Well, I I don't like or dislike. I'm just saying I just liked his voice. Oh, okay.
2: His inflection. I I don't know. All right. I'm not going to argue with you about it, but I see what's going to happen at the end of this. (laughs) So at some point, Charlotte starts getting Mm. violent death threats on the family fax machine. The fax machine. Oh, right. Oh, right. It was a while ago. Yeah.
3: And then Charlotte... Is is this 2012? Was it more popular to fax people then?
2: Yes. Remember faxes? I do remember them, but I... And how fun. You would just be sitting there and all of a sudden your fax machine would go off and you're like, whoa, somebody is... Faxing me. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Somebody did it. Is... Would just, and then it would just like start printing stuff out. And you were like, holy shitballs. What is this?
3: Yeah. That's so crazy. Where did it come from? Also, that was only 10 years ago. And it feels like forever a covered wagon or something. <laughs> like, remember,
2: Tig? I, I would pick you up in the covered wagon. <laughs> well, I just went to Whole Foods. Oh, uh, and they have a thing now. They have a whole store where you scan your oh yeah thing. You walk in, you just put stuff in your bags,
3: groceries in your
2: bags, and then you scan it and you walk out. Yeah, it, it, there's no ringing it up. You don't even scan your own groceries. It was just weird. I was like, whoa, this is serious. Can I, I
3: can- quote you? Cheryl was <laughs> like, whoa. Had you heard of the store before you went there, or you were there and you're like, I'm sorry. Because oh, no. don't you pay, you give your credit card information, you scan your credit card
2: first? Well, you can if you don't have a Whole Foods app. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, my Pilates instructor told me about it. Hey, Chris, hey. Hey, Chris, hey. And so I was curious and fascinated. And so that's why you went there? Well, I needed to go, but that's why I went to that one because I was like, oh, yeah, I need to see what this is about. Yeah. I haven't gone. It's weird. It's super weird. I've
3: heard. Do you think that's the way of the world, I guess?
2: Probably. Yeah. Probably. It's hard. You know what
3: I always think is so weird? What? Let's say you work Mm. at Whole Foods. Okay. And they have this system in place where you scan your – credit card or whatever yeah and then you don't need a checker Mm mm-hmm you just walk out Mm mm-hmm and not that that's the situation with this Whole Foods but similarly there's stuff it's like at the airport where they're like they have employees trying to show you how to use machines yeah and I feel like going this machine is gonna replace you once we all know how to use it (sighs) oh you know what I mean? I know. It's so weird when it's their job true. is to show you how, how to, to do it to eliminate that their, their to job to eliminate them. Ugh,
2: it's so it weird. It's weird. It's hard to think that that's definitely the ne- the next step, isn't it? I uh, anyway.
3: I always in those situations, I'm like, like, oh no!
2: Do you not see what's do not coming? See what's, <laughs> do you not see what's happening here? What's happening? Here? Just they're, they're, stay they're here sh- and help me. Yeah, I know how I, to do it, but i stay here and
3: home. Yeah, just so I can keep your job a little longer. But they're getting rid of you. They're getting rid of you. They're keeping the machine. Aww.
2: Okay, so the FBI is not doing much. Then Hunter appears on Anderson Cooper. Uh-huh. I forgot that Anderson Cooper had a talk show. I thought you were going to say it existed. Tig, I was on a flight with Anderson Cooper once.
3: I would yell braggadocious alert. <laughs> But my throat hurts and I don't have any energy. But I'll tell you, I got an Anderson Cooper story. I think we've heard it.
2: What? No, I don't remember it, but I I remember. Go ahead, Bluebell.
3: I was on a talk show.
2: Yeah. Anderson Cooper
3: was a guest on a different episode, but he was at The the talk show the talk show in his guest in his, um, green room. Yeah. And I was like, well, Anderson Cooper's right across the hall. I'm going to go in there and say hello and introduce myself. And I did. And well, I don't think he felt the same. (laughs) It was just like, hi. (laughs) It's like, sorry to bother you. Whoops. (laughs)
2: Whoops! <laughs> was he like? Can you get out of my room? This is my he private wasn't, space. He didn't say that.
3: And He wasn't like rude. He was just like. Just like okay. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. I okay.
2: Nice. Great. Nice to see you. that you exist. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And he's then I got, walked a on his mind he's got a lot on his I mind. he's got a lot on. I don't
3: have a problem with it. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah, I always think it's amusing when people are in different places. I mean, obviously, sometimes it's not terribly amusing or funny, Yeah. but I do think it is funny when you <laughs> go and you're yeah. like, hey, and they're oh, like, um, like, oh, nothing. Mm, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and bye-bye. And so are you sitting
2: next to Anderson? No, no. But I did talk to him at a um, Vanity Fair party. I'll do it myself. Braggadocious alert! And how was that? So nice. He was very cute. He's very sweet. Well... I mean, I don't know if a news person wants to be called sweet. I feel like Anderson Cooper. Yeah.
3: I have a friend that I don't know if they dated or if they made Whoopi. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, dear.
2: National headlines?
3: Yeah. Made national (laughs) headlines. Maybe I should have led with that and I was like, Anderson, (laughs) guess who I am friends with.
2: Someone you've made <laughs> national headlines
3: with. Uh huh. Well, because the fact of the matter is, is you can be in very different places in your day and life. I know. When somebody
2: comes up to you, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like you yes. could have heard really bad news. You could be yeah. thinking about what you're going to say on the show. There are so many things that somebody catches you at, in a moment. You it could you just could be, be like sick or. You yeah. could just gotten someone's yes. dying news. You could have hit or... a squirrel on your way to the studio. Oh yeah, you could have
3: easily hit a squirrel on the way <laughs> you to the studio.
2: So could have hit a squirrel, Aww. and you're trying to shake it off before you go on. You know, I know I have to tell Cat that all the time. I don't tell her that all the time, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, you know, if you're driving, sometimes you're going to have to hit something. Wait, you're encouraging her? Well, if your choice is swerve into uh, oncoming traffic Mm -hmm. or, you know, run over the frog or whatever it is, you're going to have to just do it. I don't know (laughs) how that comes up in a conversation, but it does.
3: My ex apparently almost killed her entire family in the station wagon when a family of turtles were passing, crossing (laughs) the road. Oh, no. Yeah. Why did I know that turtles, like, traveled in a herd? Well, it might not have been turtles, but it was something. It was a group of something. It was a group of something with a hard shell. No, (laughs) I don't
2: know. I think – I thought it was turtles. Maybe. Maybe they do. I don't know. I've just never seen a group of turtles, but that's –
3: I just remember her dad telling me that, you know, the entire (laughs) family of seven. (laughs) Almost – bit it because she yeah. did not want to yeah. kill.
2: That's, it's a hard, listen, it's hard it in the it's moment. Ha- it's
3: hard to think in the moment. Right. But you're. I just want to make it clear, you're not telling our listeners to just no. run over squirrels.
2: Please don't. If you can avoid no. it, avoid it. If you can't avoid it, it's not mm-hmm. your fault. Mm-hmm. So, so Hunter's on Anderson Cooper. He looks like mm-hmm. a jerk. There are actually girls on the show that he's exploited. And they're saying, you know, they've asked him to take their pictures down. And he said, no. And he thinks it's funny. And he'll say, you know, it's not my fault that they don't know how the internet works. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. And um, people started hating him. And now the FBI... We're talking about hating Hunter, not Anderson. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. People love Anderson.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: Anderson, you know was like giving him the business.
3: As Anderson
2: will do. <laughs> Anderson will only give the business. So the FBI starts looking into it now because this guy goes on national television and says, "Yeah, I'm I'm posting nude pictures of women and they don't want them posted and I post their and I post links to their information and now even more people are going to this website." Yeah. So now the F- now the FBI is starting to realize, "Oh, People are being hacked. That's the only way we're going to be able to arrest him on anything is if we can figure out how he's getting these photos. Yeah. There was another woman, Danielle. Same thing happened. Endless stories of people. Just like sitting there one day and then their friends start calling and say, well, there are pictures of you on the internet. Mm
3: -hmm. It's so
2: awful. And um, Danielle was saying, yes, there were nude pictures that she had sent to an old boyfriend long ago. They broke up, but it was, you know, a fine breakup and they were still friends. And however longer later, these pictures show up on the website, on this website. So he, she called h- her old boyfriend and said, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. And he said, I promise you, I didn't. Mm-hmm. This it was kind of weird. James McKidney, He was a US Marine and a web entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He hated bullies and was appalled by, is anyone up? mm mm-hmm. So he wanted to take Hunter down. In order to take him down, he had to infiltrate. So he did buy advertising on, is anyone up? I was like, all right. Is that the only way to do it? <laughs> I guess I'm going to give Hunter Thomas money every month. Yeah. And at the same time, this FBI agent, Jeff, realized that there was communication between Hunter and a hacker named Charlie Evans. And now Hunter was living at his parents' house in Sacramento, which I also found weird. He's living with his parents, uh-huh. and his whole job is just revenge porn and hacking women's pictures and posting them. And but that's where it's it, to go back to
3: the parents. It's like, what did they think he was doing?
2: I don't know. It's I know. Anyway. how could they, anyway? So James, the Marine, is now telling Hunter. You know what? The FBI is investigating you. You have all these underage girls on your site. And Hunter is saying, no, I don't. I have people checking all the ages before we post something. And James said, well, trust me, you have underage girls on your site and you will go to prison for this. And somehow he gets Hunter to agree to let him buy the site for $12,000 and then put it on his website against bullying. Like, I took down this website because he was bullying people.
3: And he doesn't believe in that anymore? Yeah. So this is clearly Hunter was just broke,
2: right? Hunter was broke. But, you know, but at the same time, like there were tons of girls still throwing themselves at him. He would go to clubs and go on tour, and he had you know, a bunch of guys who would do anything for him, you know, like if he told him to put a bottle rocket in there, like light a (laughs) I mean, Uh well, once again, it's a butt thing, but this is a guy.
3: Wait, is that a new merch? (laughs) It's a butt thing? Or would it be,
2: it's a butt thing? (laughs) It's a butt thing. You wouldn't understand. But, uh, yeah, no, there was a video of a guy like with a lit bottle rocket in his butt. How do people get so off track? I don't know. What
3: happens? I don't know. Especially when you're beyond... Junior high, high school. Yeah, right. Not that that's an acceptable age, but I feel like that's the time that you're going- you want to be
2: accepted. Impress people.
3: Yeah, yeah. When you're
2: 25 and some guy tells you to put a, launch a bottle rocket out of your butt, wouldn't you be like, that's, I'm just going to say no. Yeah, that's my hard line. <laughs> Everybody's got a hard line, but uh, okay. So things- seem like everybody was taking a breath for a moment. Yeah. And then Hunter goes on Dr. Drew. Remember Dr. Mm-hmm. Drew? Yeah. Okay. He goes on Dr. Drew's show and while he's on Dr. Drew's show, the mom, what's her name? Charlotte. Mhm. like calls in, like video calls and yeah. types in and it's like what you've done to women uh, you know, and she like lays it on the line. This is also during the time when he's claiming to be right. for. He's like, like I realize what mm-hmm. I've done, and I'm so sorry, and I can't believe I did that. And she was like, Oh no, don't let this guy fool you. This is who he is. And he kind of snapped. Yeah. As soon as he got off the show, he was like, I'm starting another website. It's going to be bigger and better, and I'm putting up the same pictures. From the other girls, from my other website that didn't want their pictures up. And I'm going to post their address and a map to their homes. This is what he's telling people. And there are people that want him to do it. And of course, these women are all just in a panic and just want it to end. And finally, the FBI got a search warrant, searched the house, Mm -hmm. and... He's still saying, I'm going to do this this site, and I'm doing this. This was the best part. Okay, this is a spoiler. This is a bean spiller. All right, an hour in, here's the spoiler. <laughs> this was the best part. Did you find this the best part of it? Well, you have to tell
3: me what it is first. Okay,
2: so everybody's like in an uproar, and the guy, James M- McKibney the nice Marine who was trying to take him down. Now Hunter has turned on him Mm
3: -hmm. and is
2: posting stuff about James being a pedophile Uh and a horrible person. And James has kids and is mortified by this. Mm -hmm. And then the hacking, this uh, group, Anonymous, Uh (gasps) went after Hunter. Remember? So Anonymous is like, I'm assuming they're guys, but I'm sure they're guys and girls, but this person comes on the internet with a hoodie on and a mask that's white with like a black mustache with the curls up like, Mm -hmm. and they said, um, that they were coming after Hunter Mm -hmm. and they did. They took down his servers. They wiped out his social security number. (laughs) They wiped out his, um, passport And they hacked into his bank account and they, from his bank account. How much was in there? (laughs) $13. But I think that they put, they moved money into like women's shelters, Mm -hmm. uh, donations from Hunter. And, and just for fun, they shipped hundreds of dildos to his house. (laughs) And then they declared him dead in the state of California. I mean, who is anonymous? I don't know.
3: it wasn't me aren't you
2: so curious about anonymous?
3: Yes, who are these people? They're anonymous, Cheryl. We don't Teg. know there's truly no way to know.
2: Is there a documentary about anonymous Thomas is there? I mean, I am intrigued
3: also terrified the power that they have It's like I know. Who are they? How can they do this? It's kind of like Superman.
0: Yes.
2: The power and strength. You're doing good. It was, but, but still, whoa, whoa. What if you turn? Yeah. And then Hunter tried to act like it was no big deal. And he's still saying he's going to, you know, I'll come back bigger and better. <laughs> he's like just telling friends because he doesn't even have a website or. And then he walks
3: into the kitchen and eats <laughs> cereal at his mom's. <laughs>
2: It's his mom.
3: It's eats Lucky Charms be, yeah. while he's reading the back of a cereal box. <laughs> his big glasses. Like, I picture him having really thick glasses on in the mornings. So he can't put his contacts in. <laughs>
2: Why does he have to have big glasses?
3: Well, I'm just picturing him, you know, just vulnerable and yes. reading a, a cereal box. This guy. and Eating kid cereal after he's, like, talked a big talk.
2: Yeah. And then uh, the FBI... Figured out that Hunter was paying Charlie to hack these girls. And Charlie would go into women's accounts. He would act like he was one of their best friends. He could see, you know, who they really, who was a really good friend of theirs. And then he'd go in to Facebook and say, hey, this is Cheryl, Tig. I'm so Stupid! I locked myself out of my phone and my computer. Can you just – I'm going to have a, uh, a confirmation number sent to you. Can you just send it back to me so I can get back in? And then you would say, <laughs> sure. And you'd send in a confirmation and then now you're being hacked. And then he would look at all of your photos and see if there were any nude photos and then take them oh my and publish them with your address. <gasps> So anyway, in January of 2014, Hunter and Charlie were arrested. God dang it. Wow. It took so friggin' long. Hunter took a plea deal and was sentenced to 30 months in prison. He was also banned from social media. At his sentencing, many felt like he was not remorseful. And Charlie Evans, the other guy, apparently turned around to Kayla and said, I'm sorry. Okay. That's better than nothing. The way you mumbled that, it seems like (laughs) your whole heart wasn't into it. An angry mother was Hunter's undoing. Charlotte. Charlotte. Ah, Dang it, Charlotte. I like that Charlotte.
3: I mean, it's really impressive, the work. I I was also thinking, though, as much as it would be amazing to have your mother helping you, it's also... uh, uncomfortable that your mother is on this revenge porn side (laughs) all the time all day and all night (laughs) yeah i would i would be like (laughs) could you could you just just walk away from it
2: for a second please (laughs) (laughs) charlotte was charlotte's tough no i know that charlotte laws went on to help enact anti-revenge porn legislation in 48 states Incredible. That is amazing. Woo. Tig. Cheryl. That is the most hated man on the internet. Are you ready for final thoughts? Yes. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not cry. Did you? Well. You did. I did. Oh. Wow. Maybe it's just because my state of mind, but- at the end when they asked Kayla, you know, because Kayla had to stand up in court and confront him and tell him, you know, how he ruined her life. And the interviewer asked her, they said, How did you find the strength to do that?
3: Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> you hear my voice cracking? Oh no. And what? And she said, Because of my mom. Like, my mom, my mom is so strong and she taught me how to be strong. Okay, that's it. See, this is the problem with taking your daughter to college. Okay, pull yourself together. (laughs) Ah, it was a very sweet moment. (laughs) Absolutely. pull it together. Okay, who were you attracted to? Ugh. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go with Kayla. She was very cute.
3: Wait. (laughs) <laughs> Should we really be objectifying people
0: no, at the end of this
3: no,
2: documentary? No, no, of course we shouldn't. I'm talking about people's spirits. I'm not okay. uh whose spirit did you enjoy? Well uh, then Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. You're oh. right. What, what's happening? Who are we? What kind of monster what is are-
3: this show?
2: This show is terrible. <laughs> Okay, Tig.
0: Uh, if you've made
3: it this far into the show <laughs> and it's your first episode, <laughs> A, this is how it goes. Uh, okay, B, well, that's... B, I have COVID. And C, <laughs> this is only the second time Cheryl's ever cried in her life.
2: No, I cried at... Oh, no, this is the third time now because I cried at... Uh, when Big Bird sang... <laughs> it ain't easy being green. I, <laughs> I fear can girl. never... <laughs> ever
3: guess what's gonna make you cry you cried when a gigantic yellow bird saying it's not easy being green. it was very
2: moving well if not a little silly <laughs> well if you saw it that way so be it then you missed the point that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Shania Twain, Not Just a Girl, and you can watch it on Netflix. Tig, before we go, would you like to read some true fan mail? Yes, please. All right. Okay, this is from Highwell. Hey, Highwell. Hey, Highwell. Hello. Hey, no, I'm really starting to fall apart at the end. Okay, keep it together. I laughed so hard when I first heard the Snark Bowl discussion. I played it for my husband and said, If it's not too much, I wanted to get a custom license plate. <laughs> oh my God. Our license plate renewal came up in May, and a custom plate was only $25. Now we drive around no. in our flat what is this called? Fiat? Oh, Fiat. (laughs) Flat. We drive around with (laughs) flat tires. In our Fiat, the Snerkbull mobile. Love the show. Thanks for the silliness. They got a Snerkbull license license. plate. This is incredible. I want a Snerkbull license plate.
3: Well, I was going to say probably there can be one in each state, right? Oh,
2: wow. Oh, please. One in every state. What a genius idea. I love Snurk Bowl. Just driving off. <laughs> Later, Snurk
3: But here's what's incredible. Yeah. There can only be one Snurk Bowl per state. Yeah. Spelled correctly. Right. Most listeners don't know how to pronounce or spell. <laughs> Snurk Bowl. Consistently, people come up and say, mm. I'm a Snurful.
2: <laughs> i'm a snorkel oh my god yeah so i mean yeah you're right so there could be some creative spellings yeah if if it's taken yeah okay well that made me happy all right well tig do you have anything you want to promote well i wasn't able to do my
3: honolulu show No, that's sad that's hard
2: Well, and I had
3: originally had to cancel it, too, back in April because my stepfather died. And then I was going back, and then I got COVID. So I am so sorry, people of Honolulu. October 7th is when it's um, moved to. And at the end of August, I'm going to be doing my first Star Trek convention. All right. I'll be performing stand-up there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be in Delaware, I can't remember. But go to go to tignotaro.com mm-hmm. and get all the information. I believe my New Jersey and Poughkeepsie okay. and well, we New Hampshire well, dates got moved to the get next it. We year. We can get
2: it on T- What is it Also,
3: there's Don't Ask Tig is my other podcast. That'll be starting back up.
0: I got all
3: sorts of things. Comedy specials and a book.
2: Okay. That's what Google's for. Okay. Star uh, Trek. All right, Tig. Do you have anything, Cheryl? Not really. But, you know, yeah. I mean, I am about to start doing uh – we're about to shoot another season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, that's
3: incredible.
2: <laughs> and another season of I Can See Your Voice. So it's like – it's happening. But if you haven't seen uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, you can watch it on HBO and HBO Max. It's a great show. Yeah. It's insane. It's very funny. Okay. <sighs> Should we do it again? Yes, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Ouellette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Susson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobosich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com.
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast. That was a HeadGum Podcast.